Okay. That's a good Al Pacino. Shut up. Gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, I am your host, Adam Portress. And I'm joined again by special guest, Krista from the Unspoiled Network. Krista, how are you today? I am fantastic, and now I can tell why you uh, had me mute my mic, because that song is so fun. Yeah, yeah, nothing, uh, nothing like a song about riding the white dragon. And, uh, but, but really, uh, for those of you that are, uh, want to know, uh, Eric Clapton's real demon, uh, heroin. Don't do heroin, kids. I, I actually, uh, this is a story out of school. Uh, but the, uh, the, one of the managers who runs my theater, uh, assistant managers, oh my. uh, has admitted to at one point in her life, got, and it happens very quickly as one might imagine, uh, her first time, no less, uh, got got slightly hooked up with a little bit of a black tar heroin. <sighs> yeah, I was a yeah, I was, I'm like, boy, you just went straight to the big leagues, didn't you? You weren't even playing around. You're just like, I'd like to dabble in the regular heroin, but no, 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 no. You went straight for the black tar stuff. You knew what was going down. You're just like, I want some of this in my in my in my body. In my <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you ain't spiking that lady's drink. Fuck. I mean, like, like I'm used to my dad's stories, but I think even he skipped out on that particular. So, yeah, kids, do. I mean, if you want to do drugs, go ahead. Just uh, black tar heroin. Let's go ahead and skip that one if you can. And and somebody asked her because it was like she said in a group of people. So it's not like it was a one on one conversation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, And then they were just like, oh, how'd you how'd you quit that? She's just like. You just stop, and it is not easy. <laughs> oh, my. She just goes, not a lot you can do, but just ride it on out, and uh, it's not good. <laughs> well, that was very honest of her. But, uh, you know, I mean, because I, uh, <laughs> if anybody's heard it, uh, I want to say it was on Mark Maron's podcast or whatever, and Artie Lang was there, and, like, he talked about the first time that he did heroin, and he was just like, oh, no. <laughs> He's like, because... <laughs> If if uh, yes, it felt really really good, and it was like this is I'm going to just continue to do this. This is not good. I already know I'm going to become addicted to this. So uh, if you can at all, kids, stay away from the heroin. Not good for you. That's a PSA from me to you. And you know what else we like to do? We like to put another PSA out there for the people that support us over at Patreon.com/slash The Film Find and help keep this program going, everybody. Uh. We'd like to thank you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, you are going to have a bonus episode. I've been kind of, I've been trying to figure out a good way to time the bonus episode because I don't want to give too much or too little. But we've got some good stuff coming your way. So uh, 
stay on the lookout for that, everybody. Uh, and Krista, welcome to the show yet again. For those that might not know you, tell them a little bit about uh, who you is and wh- what you do. Uh, my name is Krista. I'm on this show probably more than my other shows at this point. Um, I'm a part of the Unspoiled Network. Unspoiled Network is where one co-host has seen or read an entire series and the other one doesn't know what the fuck is going on. That's that's our so, that's our uh, in-house description of what happens. Uh, the shows I cover are we finished up Band of Brothers about a year ago. We're covering Lost currently. We're about to start up Vampire Diaries again, and we also cover The Punisher. Uh, other shows that the network covers are Harry Potter, Westworld. You know, take your pick of a show that people seem a little bit rabid about, and that's what we do. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, Matt is, uh, I talked to him, he has been watching movies but <laughs> a little bit, but he is, uh, he's very um, much, He's. it feels like he's coming around on home stretch on some stuff, so. Uh, I, I've been following him on Twitter with the pain and the, and the struggle and the strife, and it reminds me very much of watching my ex-husband going through that particular nonsense of dissertation madness so i do feel a little bit bad for the man yeah i was never a schooling type kid so i was just like uh what like when like in high school when all the kids were going uh like oh my gosh this is my last my last semester my senior year i'm struggling to get all my stuff what, what am i gonna do uh like i had all my credits and everything like a semester before i like i could have like I could have, like, you know, graduated, like, halfway through the year. Really? I just had all my credits, you know what I mean? Uh, okay. So, and and I'm not, you know, I'm not special. I'm not taking, like, you know, crazy honors or all that kind of jazz, as one might imagine. Um, well, yeah, you, you're not you're not slow. You're just lazy. I'll, I'll agree to that. Yeah. Uh, but, so... My, like, last semester in high school, I took, like, two, like, so we had, like, four classes during the day. I had broadcast journalism, broadcast journalism, study hall, and then guitar lab. <laughs> so, <laughs> everybody's, like, working so hard. I never have homework. I don't do anything that's not fun. It was great. <laughs> oh, God. You were the kid I fucking hated. Everybody's just going, I don't know how I'm going to make it. I'm just like, I'm coasting on easy, baby. Me and a buddy of mine, we had like, uh, we were the first people that we knew in high school and stuff to have DVD players. So this is like 1999, right? Oh, wow. So, like, that's, you know, DVD players only came out in 97. <laughs> so they were still pretty new. And, like, we were the only two to have them out of our, like, friend group and everything. Uh, so we would kind of skip school and then like go to either each other's houses and kind of watch uh, you know DVDs and stuff like that. Uh, and then uh, one day we Which got. Which friend is this? You gotta you gotta let us know because at this point I think the entire group and listeners of this show know all your friends' names or at least the patrons do. Uh, no, this is my my friend uh, Chris uh, Chris Parker. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we, we kind of, we left and then, uh, one day we made the, uh, the colossal mistake of going to, uh, McDonald's, uh, and, um, ran into the teacher of whom we were supposed to be in after we were ditching study hall. We did study hall 
And then we're like, hey, so the the broadcast journalism teacher said we could come back down there and stay there during study hall. She's like, all right, that's cool. And then we just go to my house or, you know, whatever. And then we got caught at McDonald's uh, getting some food and stuff by the broadcast journalism teacher. It's like, funny thing you hear. Um, <laughs> we're getting food for the substitute teacher lady. And, like, it's like, obviously it was just like, yeah, I'm not buying that. I'm not, like, I'm dumb, but I'm not stupid. Forget about it. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, we got in-school suspension, right? So, like, in-school suspension is bad for most people. Uh, but for me, again, I had all easy classes. So all I did was bring in stacks of comic books to read during the thing. You've never seen an in-school suspension monitor so pissed off. She's just like, w w w where's all the work from all your classes? I'm like, I don't have classes that would give any work. I'm like, what do you want me to get my guitar and noodle around for you a little bit? That's about as much work as I got. I'm like, oh, wow. I'm sitting here for the next what, two or three days and read comic books and have lunch delivered to me inside of a classroom. It was glorious. Oh my God, you're such a dick. Glorious. I mean, that's that, that was what high school was like for me. Wow. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Middle school, I got in school suspension, but it was for fighting. Girl, fight everybody. Uh, but uh, except for it was with a dude. Oh. It's technically still girl fight if a girl's in it. Uh, I kicked his ass. Yeah, likely story. Anywho, we, uh, <laughs> speaking of things that are highly unlikely, we have a highly unlikely trio of movies here today, everybody. Uh, first up, we're going to be covering uh, Artemis, uh, Hotel Artemis. I keep wanting to go Artemis Hotel, but that's not correct. It's Hotel Artemis. Uh, and then we're going to follow that up with a, uh, a movie that I don't think a lot of people caught on the radar called Upgraded. And we're gonna wind everything down with uh, with with the the female oceans movie. I really think it was kind of a, a bad move that they went from you know eleven to eight, really uh, you know perpetuating that seventy five percent of. <laughs> There's not enough famous women, man. What it's worth, yes, there are. There are plenty of them, and they show up in this movie for Christ's sakes. I know. It's, anyway, we'll wait. We'll wait. But we'll talk about that in just a little bit. Until then, let's get started with a little bit of what you've been watching. I hear you've been watching television? I know, I know. For those of you who have heard any episode in the last few months, this will shock every single one of you. But I actually watched TV this weekend. Uh, a little uh, Mary Tyler Moore, huh? I Even better. This is going to be something so you can laugh very hard. I watched the most recent season, all of it. Of Supernatural. Oh, season 88 of uh, Supernatural. Uh, we're still on the air collecting paychecks, I believe, is the subtitle of the season. <laughs> it's season 13. Jeez Louise. Yeah, and it was amazing. It is... They, I do love the show for one reason and one reason alone, besides very man. pretty people. <laughs> Go ahead. I cut you off on that one because yeah. there was no point in denying it. They have no problem mocking the crap out of themselves. That's good. I mean, they had a character come back for them from the dead, as happens every episode at this point. And they had him try and pretend to be an evil twin. And this all happens in one episode, so I'm not really like surprising anybody. And they're like, look, that's just stupid. Evil twin. And they and the guy goes, yes, evil twin unbelievable back from the dead completely sane now does one does this evil one have a mustache or and or goatee 
Oh, well, see, the evil twin was the one that they actually dealt with and who died and came back to life. They were dealing with the good twin that he made up so they wouldn't kill him. You know what? I'm already checked out. <laughs> it was great. Like, like there's shows like that show and like, um, what was the one? Castle. And oh, that got old quick. Hold man. on, hold on. And uh, what's the what bones that really go to prove just put an attractive enough man on television, ladies will watch it for 15 seasons. They don't care as okay. long as the story's not complete and utter garbage. They're just like, oh yeah, we'll watch that. That sounds, that sounds like a great idea. You're going to not. I don't want to know what that sound is. You're not going to believe me. Uh, that was actually my air conditioning that I forgot to turn off. That sounds like a jet. Yeah, well, it's really warm in here. Um, but I don't find Nathan Fillion particularly attractive. Okay, let's take Nathan Fillion out of the attraction. Uh, David Borealis. Uh, David uh, Borealis. <laughs> Borealis. I, this is for a different reason. But David he Aurora is actually Borealis. From, All right. He's, yeah, he's actually from Buffalo, New York, and looks like some of my relatives. I'm too afraid to dig. I'm pretty sure there's some sort of relation there. So that immediately squashes any interest in that. But a lot of ladies, I'm telling you. Both, oh, yeah. A if, lot of ladies find him an attractive man. And that show should have been jettisoned for The Finder. If Aurora Borealis was on television, it wasn't him. And it was Jason Alexander that shows off the air in six episodes. You mean like the fact that we had an ugly woman on Seinfeld? Oh, wait, no, we never did. Why Why do you cast ugly people on television? I don't know. Why is Jason Alexander on TV ever? Because he's he's funny. Why is Why is Kramer? They're, they're, they're funny. They're ugly as fuck. Yeah, but they're funny. Funny goes a long way. That's the thing. That's what most, <laughs> most men are ugly. That's, I mean, that's a fact. It's really not. It's really not. Because I think the entire show Supernatural proves that. No, 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 no. The entire show, like this one show, proves it that the majority of dudes are. No, no, no. That that not there. like there are quite a few attractive men on television. Not in the many 90s. of them have been on Supernatural. <laughs> I covered the Vampire Diaries. There are many attractive men on TV. Lost. Yeah, but let's be honest. Some of those are almost so pretty that they might as well be girls. That makes no sense, honey. Sure it does. Does not. Sure. Does not even a little bit. Oh, it totally does. Come on. Some of these cats wear more mascara than uh, than uh, Dame Edna. There you go. How's that for Pretty reference? sure that Nestor Carbonell doesn't have to I wear know. Anything. We all know Nestor Carbonell. All right. So what what all right, so what else? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Hey, look, I watched 23 episodes of TV this weekend. That's what I did. So you have a problem. All right, good. I just like to get things done. I want to know the answers. I really hope that they get rid of um, the guy who plays Lucifer. If they bring back the character in another body for another actor, which is something they can do all the time, great. But that actor is just so boring. I'll take your word for it. Lucifer's story is played out. Dad didn't love me. That's why I created hell. Uh, uh, all right, well. <laughs> yeah, he's just a whiny. And on top of which, the dude is an objectivist, so it kind of works out. You're just a whiny little bitch, Satan. Yep, pretty much. Along with, you know, the actor. All right. Uh, <laughs> so 
So what you been watching? <laughs> so I've been uh, I've been catching up and uh, watched uh, the, finished up season two, which is technically not a season two per se because it I mean they came out at different times, but technically I guess it's season one. Uh, because in the theme song it says itself, it says it's an eight part documentary series, and then they've released the first four and now the second four. Uh, and that is uh, the toys that made us on Netflix. Uh, season one had us looking at uh, Star Wars, Barbie, He-Man, and G.I. Joe. Season two brings uh, Star Trek, Transformers, Lego, and Hello Kitty. Hmm. Uh, again, good stuff. Uh, I wish this, w- like, I hope that the, uh, the little intro there, I hope that's not true. I hope this goes on because I would love to see more of these things. I want to see, you know, uh, GoBots. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know no saying? one wants to see GoBots. I wanna, Don't lie. I want to see, uh, like, Silverhawks and all that kind of <gasps> just crap. Yes. Yes. Uh, just, like, just all, like, whatever, man. Like Partly I, even, metal and partly real. But even, like, and I even love, like, things like, you know, even throw, like, in an episode of, like, Monopoly. How great would, a, like, like, a good deep dive on Monopoly go, you know? Uh, so that, that should be a thing, but, uh, the toys that made us the season two, if you will, that's how it's listed on Netflix, uh, with the Star Trek Transformers Lego and Hello Kitty, all very good, very good, very interesting. Uh, the Hello Kitty stuff was cool. Uh, the lady that still designs Hello Kitty, um, uh, who she's, um, just imagine like your old grandmother, like if your old grandmother was Japanese lady. And uh, she's still dressed like, you know, a, a nine-year-old. Not even a little surprised. Yeah. Uh, have and I ever shown you the picture of one of the cars that parks in a parking lot nearby fairly often to me? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I went up and I took a picture of the interior because the interior is all Hello Kitty. Yeah, it's an interesting... No, I haven't seen that. It's 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 an interesting group and I, like I... I I knew some of this stuff, obviously, uh, but how much it kind of, you know, spread out from just Halo Kitty itself. Um, and, and I knew some stuff and other things. My, my ex-wife, the, well, she wasn't, like, big into it, but, like, you know, for someone that speaks Japanese, they're into the, they're like, hey, I, it's a bit of the culture stuff, whatever. But, yeah, you kind of uh, have to know it, I guess. Like, I had a Tello Kitty wallet when I was like, little. Hey, here's this penguin type thing or whatever. And, you know, like, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. The, right yeah, the lady across the hall from us decided, like, she didn't have any kids and she was in Japan and I think she just wanted to get it and I was a good excuse. I'm good. Which I'm not complaining. It was very sweet of her. Uh, so, the, the, with that and Hello Kitty, that got me to watch this. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Um, Argatuso. Is that how you do it? I don't know. I can't uh, pronounce it's it's, you, it's this it's this kitty uh little thing on uh Netflix that's like Is it Japanese? Yeah. Okay, the number one thing I learned about Japanese is that there's no emphasis on any syllable. Right, but at the same time too, like it's in this weird metal font. So it's hard to read. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like this real aggressive uh <laughs> metal font where you're just like Aah! and like, like like the baby metal kids. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand this show. I watched about five minutes, and I'm just like, I, I'm sure somebody digs this, but it, this is, uh, this is not for me, boy. Uh, I'm, yeah. So uh, don't, don't check that out. 
Uh, I did see a documentary, though, called uh, uh, Making Fun, The Story of Funko. That's also available on Netflix right now. Uh, it's a documentary about the uh, the Funko Pop people. Oh, the Funko. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, see, I'm so... I actually... A friend of mine actually got me a Funko... My first Funko Pop. Mm, which one? Unsurprisingly, it is Deadpool. Well, well. I got Laying one... Laying on his side... Like you know, doing the pose in front of the fireplace one. Uh huh. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I never, I never really even wanted one, but it was such a sweet thing for my friend to do. It was not something that I initially kind of started, but like then when the Marvel uh, through Funko the uh, um, what you call it there, the Marvel Collectors Core came out, and I was like, hey, I'll do this. I got, I got I had a little money at the time, so I paid for a whole year outright and everything, and. Uh, I, I just kind of started getting some. I don't have like a huge collection or anything, but you know, I've got some now on account of that and maybe one or two more here or there that I'm like, oh, well, I'd like to have a, a, a Captain America and an Iron Man to kind of put together because, you know, that would, when they were out in Civil War and all that jazz. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you have, if you have Captain America, you have to have Bucky and you have to have Peggy. That's just how it goes. Well, in like one of the boxes was Ant Man, so uh, like I went and then got Giant Man too. So because that was what was cool. Fair enough. Okay, and, yeah. It seems to be a thing. Like that's why I'm glad I got Deadpool. What else are you gonna have with Deadpool? You're not. Uh, I, the Deadpool that I've got from them is uh, he's actually jumping through the air, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's adorable. Uh, so yeah, I got a, I got I got I got a good handful. They put them on the desk there and everything. And uh, uh, one of the coolest ones though is Wolverine on a motorcycle. Oh well, that is adorable. It's pretty badass. And they're, I got a big Thanos. I got a Thanos before the movie and everything. So he's like more like comic Thanos with the helmet and all. And he's Fair like enough. an extra bigger size. So it's kind of dope. Uh, but it's interesting to see the history of that of that thing uh, of that company. How they went from kind of regular. Uh, actually, it went from almost an apparel clothing uh, line and everything, and then he kind of adjunct off into this bobblehead sort of deal. It sold mm. to another guy, and then that other guy really kind of took it to you know the nth degree, and then they brought him back, uh, one of the original founders, back into the fold and stuff like that. To, uh, but it's really good if you're if you're interested in you know just kind of where a company can go in such a wildly short amount of time and. Uh, the the amount of uh, licensing that these guys do is unbelievable. Oh, well, yeah, just really unparalleled, and 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 people are buying everything now, and so like you name it, you're gonna find a you know a pop of it somewhere. And oh, uh, there are tons of lost nuts. pops, which I'm still just like that show has been off the air for a while. Yeah, it's quite insane. So, uh, but I suggest uh, people check that out. Uh, and again, available on Netflix right now. Uh, another one that I want to talk about. Maybe Matt and I will go into this uh, hardcore on on a regular episode. But uh, I, I tried to get you to see this movie, but you would not see this movie because for I, some weird reason. I knew it was scary. I even checked with other people. They said you do not want to watch this. And of all people, all things that Matt should cover, he should cover horror movies. It is stupid to hear my opinion. When you could have mats. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, I did see Hereditary, uh, and I can tell you, uh, it, it's it's something else. It's weird because it's got a great. Let me see what the actual Rotten Tomatoes thing here. Oh, is. it's just out of the park high. 
Well, in but it's also ridiculously low with the actual viewers. Oh, really? So that's that's the big thing. So its its huh. critic score is uh, certified fresh at ninety two percent. Audience score fifty nine percent. Wow! I only heard that people were unhappy with what happens in the end, but I do not know what it is. It doesn't tie everything up with a bow by any stretch of the imagination, uh, but this is, um, I am going to call this movie grief porn. Uh, I will also suggest if you have a child, don't go see this film. Uh, unless, unless you're at a place where, you know, uh, you've gone through, you know, you're mentally ready to go there. Because, like, if you're, like, a new parent, this could mess you up. I, yeah, I am very thousands of degrees glad I didn't go see that. Because there are some things that go on in this and, like, and some shots that linger. Oh, God. That are, like, wow. It was only me and one other dude in the theater, and he was completely quiet the entire time, and there's a good reason why. You're sitting there slack-jawed half the time going, what in the hell? What's great about the movie, though, is that it does delve into a lot of like kind of grief and what may possibly be mental illness but may not be mental illness at the same time, hmm? uh, which is interesting. And, uh, you know, <sighs> Tony Collette is amazing, as always. Like She's amazing. She is so a national treasure. She's so good, and she just is absolutely killer in this thing. And uh, but man, it's not—is it overly scary? No. Is it unsettling for sure? And the end is—you uh, don't walk out of there clicking your heels. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll probably save that for a, for a talk with Matt. And uh, but man, oh man, oh man, uh, I I suggest people go see it. And we're going to talk about another movie that I th- that think that people just haven't really gone and seen a little later in the show uh, that they may want to check out as well. Uh, but that is Hereditary. It's put out by A twenty four. A twenty four just fucking murdering it, son. They're doing great job with what they put out there. And. Uh, between between what they do and what Blumhouse does, and A24 does a little bit more than just kind of like genre stuff. They also, you know, will put out like a uh, like a movie about the Pope or something. You know what I mean? I uh, meant to see that too. I feel like such an asshole. I haven't. Uh, but it's it's good. It's good stuff. I would uh, strongly suggest anybody check it out if they can. Um, so that's it. Yeah, I think that's about it for what I've been watching. Still catching up on friends. I know we've had people that write in to just go, yeah, that show sucks. Uh, I like it a lot. Uh, uh, it's it's it, again. This is because it is astounding how much I remember about this flipping show. It is. <laughs> it's just one of those that like. It's uh, and amazing how like iconic and stuff is, and how like quickly into the show. And man, oh man, the the list of celebrities on this show, unbelievable. Well, I mean, a lot of it was before they were famous, too. They just happened to pick good talent, it sounded like. Not really. When someone like Julia Roberts shows up. Oh, well, I was thinking more like the Brad huge. Pitt just starting out kind of thing. Or there was somebody else who was like not famous in the slightest and got pretty much their start on Friends or some shit. Yeah, yeah. But there's uh, and there are those like a Giovanni Ribisi, for example. Like that's definitely one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stars, and uh, the funny part is, is he's in as an episode, like in the second season there, where a guy, where he plays a guy who like Phoebe's out like uh, busking uh, on the street corner there and everything, and she's just like, oh, I got like you know three dollars and a condom, 
and he was the guy who dropped the condom and then comes back later to get it. Well, later on in the series, he would actually play Phoebe's uh, brother. Oh, so. gross. It, there's nothing gross about it. What's gross about it? If he's the one who dropped the condom and came by to pick it up? Well, he to go get the girlfriend that he was... that that Because that he, he runs down the street going, Bernice, I got it! <laughs> oh, God. Being, Wouldn't she know that her brother was the person who did that though? I, well, oh no, no 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 no! I forgot. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff, yeah. and I think they re. I think technically, on a technicality, that's necess, That's not necessarily him. I don't know. Okay, he fair was, enough. He was great in the X Files, season two of the X Files, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, that was hilarious. What do you mean hilarious? I, it was weird to see him in that role. I don't know. If hilarious would have been the word I would have picked, but all right. I was just like, holy crap! It's that kid. Uh, but yeah, like uh, Fred, Fred Willard, uh, Dan Castellaneta, yes. uh, and I, and I forgot that it happened this early in the season, Tom Selleck. Yeah. I mean, like these, these big names of, pe- of people coming in and just doing like these guest spots and stuff. It's kind of, uh, oh, what's it? Um, Jason, Jason Isaacs. No, wait a minute. What's the, Chris Isaacs? That's it. Oh, oh, well, yeah, but keep in mind, like. None of those guys were particularly doing much of anything at that point sure, in time. Sure, Chris Isaacs had a giant hit song, of which, by the way, they played one song later after his uh, after his little cameo appearance. Yes, but that he wanted to get into TV. Thank God he didn't. And why was that guy attractive? You he know? had a he had a show on VH1. Oh yeah, I. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I, I don't know. It's just like that guy, you're just like, okay, so here's... It's, ah, sorry. Jesus Christ. Here's how this music video is going to go, right? We're going to be out on the beach. We're going to be playing my music, and I'm going to do nothing but make out with this super hot broad for the entire thing. What else are we going to do in the thing? No, no. That's the story. I think it was a brilliant, brilliant plan. What a, what a genius to just go like... All right, didn't you go out? Like I'm kind of a me. Like he's not he's not an ugly dude, but he's you know kind of mediocre looking as far as like what? you know rock star kind of things go. Oh, who's a good looking rock star if he's mediocre? He's just got like uh, you know he's just got a face that like is not you know. Uh. He's got the he's got the Superman jaw. He's got the he's got no 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 he's eyes. got he's got a big head is what he's got. He's got a big head and a tiny ass body. That's what it is. If you say so. Anyway. Uh, I, I'm not saying he's as good looking as Helena Christensen because we all know that that is the lie of the century. But I've been saying it all along. All right, so uh, let's get into regular programming, shall we? What do you think? I guess. All right, so uh, let's start off with the trailer uh, for Hotel Artemis. You remember the drill? Mute your thing. <laughs> I just did, and you're going out of order. What a, uh, no, I decided this is the order I'm going. I usurped you. Here's the trailer. The largest Three minutes. Open the ball now! Oh, that's real nice. You don't want it? No, I really do. Uh, hit the ground now! I need to make a call. Hello. How can I help? Easy, fellas. Everybody's gonna get fixed up. Now verify your memberships, and we're off to the races. The Artemis is a secret hospital for criminals. I thought you were done with all this. I got out, but you know how it goes. You're never out. Not up here. I 
thought this place was a myth. We've been here for 22 years. This hospital was built on two things. Trust. And rules. You see that badge? That means I'm a healthcare professional. You're an arms dealer, right? Well, don't push my buttons. Don't you do that. I'm a professional, but this woman, she's the business. If you knew what she could do to you with just that cup of coffee. You're lucky this place is Rose. The Artemis isn't safe for us, because it is. It's a portable vault. Worth about 18 million. Wolf King's probably gonna want those back. Okay, this is a real problem. It's here. Open the gate. That's against the rules. Rules? Is that the rule breakers? Honey, where would you be? You got like a plan. You're my brother. I love you. 3D printing complete. I got the next best thing. I got a gun. I guess my ballroom days are over, baby. Showtime. Up here. Am I gonna make it out of here? We can do it together. This is what I do. Visiting hours are never. Busy night at the Artemis. You know, you might want to buy some scented candles or something, because it smells like somebody died in here. They did. All right, that was the trailer for Hotel Artemis, our first new release review of the week. Here's the IMDb plotline. As we know, IMDb always 100% correct in everything they say and or do. Set in Riot Tour near future Los Angeles, Hotel Artemis follows the nurse who runs a secret members-only emergency room for criminals. This is written and directed by Drew Pierce, starring Jodie Foster, Sophia Patella, Dave Bautista, Sterling K. Brown, Jeff Goldblum, and more. Uh, Krista, you, uh, quite like this film, yes? You can unmute your mic now. I'm allowed to talk now? Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Hey, guys, what's up? It's a whole, it's, it's. It's about the recording. It's about the mixing board, people. No, I know, I know, I'm I just know. letting I them forgot, know. So. In any case, yeah, I really did like this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was a popcorn movie with some really good acting in it. That's what I was hoping for, but that is not what I felt like I got. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, Jeff Goldblum's character in that whole story arc, I just kind of was snored. Oh, you don't need them. No. Like, you don't need most of the characters. Well, I'm kind of, like, honestly, I'm a little Jeff Goldblumed out. Uh, it can be a thing. Like, we kind of, we're, we're a country now that likes running memes into the ground. Well, I never really, uh, I'd say the majority of my friends who are attracted to men who are my age are very into him in a way that I just don't understand. Uh, it's uh, because I'm a little uh, quirky and weird. But he's ugly, and I don't get it. Yeah, what can I say, man? I just, I don't know. I don't get it. I find his speech pattern as off-putting as Captain James T. Kirk's. Uh, what, I mean, you know, what was it? Uh, what's, what's her nose there? Gina Davis he was going out with for a while, way back in the day. So, you know. Earth Girls Are Easy was fun. 
So was the fly. I never saw that because it looks scary. Oh, you just, oh my god, that it. Oh, it's it, lo- so, it looks scary. Oh. It looks scary. I can't do it. I don't know if it's scary so much. It's like it's uh, it's Cronenbergy, to be honest. Yeah, you guys were talking about that on HMP. There, it's uh, it's it's certainly there. Uh, listen, I, I really wanted to like this movie. I do. I, I like Jodie Foster in most things. Uh, I I think here's a problem. I think everybody is fine in this. It's just like in. The, I think the execution just stinks, right? So to give people an idea, you remember how in John Wick there was this cool hotel that all the like crazy gangsters and stuff went out in. This is like that, but not as good. There was a lot of there was a lot of the John Wick esque. The hotel did seem that way in some ways. I liked. I, well, and also there's Zach Quinto in it, and you know my feelings on him. So, ugh. As I say, I don't. As I say, memory serves. You don't care for him, not even a little. But uh, I did. Yeah. I did like the fact that we had a Dave Bautista. Is that his normal speaking accent, or is that an accent that he used? I think that's pretty close to what his actual voice is. Because there is a there is a little bit more Spanish than you normally hear him speak with. I feel he's a little bit like where, uh, where's he? I from? mean, he's 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 Filipino. With the name, you know, you figure uh, not Irish. Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, he's from DC. There you go. Hey, you know, I should say I should I should have him over. Yeah, just, just yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he's hanging around there. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Come say hi to his mom and dad. Who yeah. knows? Filipino and Greek. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I I feel like this is probably closer to his. I, that's a good. Hey, that's a good thing. When we're sitting back here and we're just going like, I'm not sure I know who the real guy is. I think that tells you he's a pretty good actor. Yeah, he's done a really good job. I loved the character that he played. Well, like it's interesting too. Like when you think about like this character versus Drax versus uh oh, what was the other. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. That was, yeah. Like those are like all of those are wildly different characters. Very much so. And and especially being the giant beast of a man that he is, you know, you could easily get, you know, uh, pigeonholed into doing one particular type. But he's gone and done several different things. So I think he's making a lot of very intelligent decisions for his career. And I got to it's a tough one, man, because most wrestlers do not make it. I mean, you have a very, very small few that actually, you know, obviously The Rock is probably the biggest success of all time. But he plays the same character all the time. That's that that, that much is very true. So I mean if and, we're if we're going like chops wise, okay. Baptista does have him because he, he truly is acting very quite differently in all these where The Rock is just The Rock, let's be honest. Which is, you know, which is fine if you you know, collect the paycheck, have a good time, I guess, whatever, but Batista, I I actually want to see what he's gonna do. But it's also like with uh, with The Rock as well, though. It's just like you can really tell. You could really tell he just doesn't like. He's just gonna be The Rock in every single one because he's like, you know what? We're not taking the time to cover up my tattoos anymore. <laughs> <laughs> every character I play is gonna have the same tattoos that I do. That's just how well, she rolls, baby. Well, I watch Lost, so there you are. <laughs> I watched that whole season when not that whole series when it was on the television. Well, I'm talking about a party of five boy over there. Oh yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's got a couple of the bad ones there, doesn't he? Yes, he does. They even tried to make an episode about it, and it was the worst episode ever. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. There were some pretty bad episodes. Like, there's a lot of great episodes in that series. There's a couple that you're just like, 
Oh, God. Jesus, the writer's strike is on, isn't it? <laughs> it was the one We are just our, sitting here. Our, our fans who, had, who are in... There's a group chat for Unspoiled for any show where folks who have seen the entire thing can be like, oh, my God, she's going to see the thing. And uh, apparently that was the undisputed champion of terrible episodes and they couldn't wait to hear me just lose my mind about how bad it was. But I, I just like this movie. I like, I wanted to like it. Like, I mean, when we start out, because it feels like, it feels like a video game and that's what it feels like. Drew Pierce and Drew Pierce is, is like, he's more known as a writer than a director. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, did like a, one of the mission impossible movies. I forget which one it was. What, what else did he kind of do? I'm just I'm trying to let me take a quick gander here well i also you know and anything set in la i'm gonna like probably a little bit more than i should just because it's like oh yeah that and that and that yeah it's familiar yeah so he's worked a little bit uh did like uh one of the marvel one shots and stuff like that so he's he's all right he kind of co-wrote spider-man 3 i guess or excuse me iron man 3 rather excuse me uh and, and wrote a good Mission Impossible movie, but I here's the thing: it, it this feels like it wants to be like this cool, sort of exploitation type film, uh, almost in the vein of, of your John Wicks, and you can say what you will, but it is very much that kind of vibe, uh, but just not executed as well. And I mean that in every sense of the word. Well, it had more of a diversity of characters, uh, and but- I mean that in like their backgrounds. Yeah. Along with the fact that they, it was a very diverse cast. Yeah, but they're kind. All right, so save save for Batista and Sofia Batella, who is awesome. She's great in everything she's Yay! in. I she's really... so goddamn fun, and she's getting pigeonholed, which was kind of sad to me. Yeah, but like she does what she does really, really well. She kicks a lot of ass. She's absolutely beautiful, and like you just when she's on screen, you can't help but watch her. And you can't help but root for her. She's in Fahrenheit 451, so that should be interesting. Oh, oh is, is that right? Yeah. Is that out yet? I heard somebody saying it was out. I, I don't get Showtime, so I don't know. It's on HBO, so you wouldn't. I do get HBO, sort of, so I should. Uh, I haven't watched Westworld either. Leave me alone. I haven't either, but that's uh, that's another guilty thing that I probably should have done over the last three days have been off. But hey, whatever. I've been watching this kind of garbage. Um. But yeah, I, I wish I wish this that movie had something that's like the action's kind of underwhelming. The story is a little is underwhelming. I just don't care about anybody. And there are there's some weird harmonics going on in this movie because there's a lot of just oh. in the background or something, and like it's just like it's just it's it's like it's a relaxing white noise that they put as part of the soundtrack. Yeah. To lull you to sleep. (laughs) Really? Because it just, it reminded me of hotels that I've seen like that. It like a lot, the buildings in downtown LA are, a lot of them are art deco. It was very true to form the way that that would have stayed. It's a really cool, like I said, I, I, I super enjoy the concept. I thought the trailer looked like it was going to be hip and interesting, but like it's a total swing and a miss for me. Yeah, I, there were a couple things that I just wish they had either left out or dug in on further. Um, one of the things was the fucking vault that they talk about in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Why would they know that that guy had it? How would they have found him? Just stay in your goddamn room and you're fine. There was no fucking tracking beacon as far as we could tell. 
I love how they just let them all kind of, you know, get into the co-ed dorm or whatever and just kind of all hang out together. Yeah. I'm like, that's just such a, like, what a horrible plan. And yet she locks them in there? I don't understand. He's like, you're locked in here. You can't go anywhere. Ah, but you're free to walk around the premises if you want to. Oh, you know. Start some other shit with the other evil criminals and stuff who have paid to be in this network, blah, 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 blah. Hey, there were rules. Yeah, and they were, like, all over the place. I know, it was hilarious. <laughs> Is this really what I want to do? I, I don't yeah. know. I, I, I think if they had taken out one of the plot lines, it would have been better. It, yeah, it just did. It, ultimately, it just didn't work for me. I mean, and it didn't. Looks like it didn't work for most people either. Fifty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, thirty nine cent to thirty nine percent for the uh, the fans. So even when the when the fans are slightly lower than the critics are even low, that's not a good sign. Yeah, well, they're wrong. It was fun. Go see it. All right, that's two split opinions. Let's get into movie number two. Here is the trailer for Upgrade. As a quadriplegic, it must be frustrating for you, someone who likes to get things done with their hands. Here's the thing. Four guys murdered my wife. If I could find these men, I'd do it. What if I told you I could offer you something that would enable you to walk again? I call it STEM. A computer chip that has the potential to change everything. It's a new, better brain. I am STEM. The system operating your body for you. Can anybody else hear you? No, only you. May I point something out? In the drone surveillance footage, Zerk Brantner, Marine Corps, address 414 Citrus, New Ground. You'll need a plan. I got this. This doesn't seem like a well-thought-out plan. I need your permission to operate independently. Permission granted! Thank you. The trailer for oh, come on, guy, with the extra stuff on the end. We want to let you link to the stuff so you can get thanks from us. Uh, that's that was the trailer for Upgrade. Here's the IMDb plot line set in the near future. Technology controls nearly all aspects of life. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Woo. But when Gray, a self-identified technophobe, has his world turned upside down, his only hope for revenge is an experimental computer chip implant 
called STEM. This is uh, written and directed by Lee Winnell, uh, starring Logan uh, Marshall uh, Green. Green. I'm sorry, on the IMDb thing, on the thing, it cuts off his last name, and I wasn't quite sure what it was. Get no, 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 I was trying to help. And, uh, and and more people. Most people you, you would not recognize. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this was not a movie that you were necessarily thinking would be up your alley, per se, correct? No, I wanted to see it. You did? Beforehand? Yeah. Before all this? Yeah. Interesting. So, I thought it was going to be, you know, well, I also have movie pass, so me seeing a movie is not necessarily like, oh, no, I have to make a commitment. <laughs> it's just like, hey, do I want to walk across the street and see a movie? Sure. Well, it's cheaper than renting. You know, coming from one of the co-creators of Saw, I just, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but it didn't look like it was going to be that, except for that one scene where it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you can imagine my the look on my face when I went, <gasps> But uh, I did not really... I feel like I may have seen half of that trailer at some point. I really didn't know what I was getting into going into this movie. And uh, I can say I'm really happy about that. Uh, because this movie is off the walls, banana boat crazy. Uh, he's come up a lot because, frankly, he was in, you know, whatever. But uh, this movie, I thought, is David Cronenberg meets The Raid. And hmm. uh, and it's so good. This movie, again, I also think that this falls in another line of good adult sci-fi films that we've been seeing. Which, entertainingly, you made that crossover, and I thought it was uh, Venom Meets the Crow. I mean, I can give you the Venom bit just on account of he's got like something else, like another, or as they as as one of the members of a uh, of a uh, Hotel Artemis would say, a symbiote. Uh, <laughs> she's caught flack for that, but it's not her fault, really. It's whoever told her that that's an okay pronunciation. Uh, it's not like I get that much, but for as far as like fighting style and all that kind of stuff, but like Cronenberg is very much into body horror type things like that, and there are bits of body horror in this uh, for sure, uh, which are great. Oh, yeah, that would have been a good heads up, man. Well, you know. I screamed. <laughs> so, I screamed. So, all right. So maybe slight spoilers. What little bits kind of got you kind of going? The first time he has a fight with somebody and the end of that fight was very, very shocking to me. Yeah. The fights are brutal. And again, you got to remember coming from... <laughs> One of the co-creators of Saw. He's, See, I didn't know that part. He's not going to be exactly what we'll call subtle. No, which the one scene that was subtle was way better. Mm, it, every Everything's got its place, I think. Meh. Uh, but, you know, he, he's mostly known occasional actor, big writer and stuff, but... Uh, I, I tell you, I was really shocked at how much this movie really kicked ass. And we were talking about it a little bit in the uh, the Patreon pre-show, patreon.com slash the film line, uh, where he's, he is kind of like, uh, this guy's our, our uh, second place Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy yes. light, if you will. He does kind of give off that vibe. And, of course, with that being in the Venom thing coming up, I'm surely that's how you've made that sort of connection with that and then kind of the voice in your head sort of thing with the chip. Uh, and the I can take over and... 
Yeah. And so, make you superhuman. So cool. But like the way this thing starts out doesn't feel like that at all. It feels like, you know, an actual drama when it begins. You know, this is a movie that takes its time and then gives you like a little bit of like, oh, what's, wait a minute, what, 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 and then keeps ramping it up as things go along. And some really great innovative camera work that's going all over the place. There's stuff that's, again, it's one of those when you can start to see things that you rarely, if ever, see on film, that's when you're in a cool place. Like what? Uh, just being able to it really, it's, it's a lot of crane work, essentially. There's big yeah. gimbals and cranes and whatnot that will do these like crazy three, uh, you know, the 360. I thought that was stupid. See, that stuff's that stuff's cool. That's just like that's, that's I just, stuff dudes like. <laughs> it just it just seemed excessive and stupid because it didn't really show anything extra that like the 180 wouldn't have. But it, what, what was the point of it? I didn't get it. Cool. The point is cool. That, wow, like, it's it's not cool when it's clearly like they cut off at the 180 and they just doubled it. To be uh, cool, to be cool is cool. Sometimes, like, and that's a, and that's when we've talked about that on this show, me and Matt. It's just like sometimes there is like a form over function, even. So what you know, sometimes you can just do shit to look cool, and it looks cool, and there you go. And I don't, I don't mean to be contrarian because that's your gig. But I actually did. I wrote. I wrote notes on this one because I was like, "Today's not a memory day for me." And I actually wrote, "What the fuck is with this shot?" <laughs> so I think it, it clearly either you liked it or you didn't by quite a bit. Yeah, I, I, it seemed. Oh, it seemed video gameish to me. That's why I think my problem was. It was like it took me out of the movie. Well, yeah. I mean, this whole thing is like a video game. To a degree, but there's still, you know, there's. First off, the thing that shocked me was he had a mom. <laughs> Usually in these revenge porn things, there's no other family member left. Yeah, I, I, I have to see this thing again because, like, like I said, like the whole time I'm just like, for me, it was just like, what am I watching? What it, what is this? Because the like. Crow. It's not the what, why is it the crow? Why do you think it's the crow? The crow's a piece of garbage. Well, first off, no. And secondly, it's yeah. a guy going through getting superpowers from an outside source, going through and killing everybody until he gets to the last guy. Yeah, that's Which like I'm not going to I'm not going to do any more than that because I want people to go see it cuz it's it's a good movie. Well, that's like what you're saying is like, look, Barney the Dinosaur is just as cool as Jurassic Park. They're I both, have to say that, you know... They're both dinosaurs, everybody. There were some ridiculous things in this. Yeah, and that's what made it cool. It's so over like, the top and bizarre. Everything is so far advanced in this world that they still don't have any sort of mental health to make somebody like a little bit better after three months. How do you mean? Okay, so this guy clearly, clearly PTSD, clearly trauma. They actually talk about it. Mm -hmm. But there's, he has, he has all these treatments that are going on, but it's that far in the future. And there's nobody with any, and it's clearly, I don't, they don't actually say what year it is, correct? I'm not wrong. Uh, not to my recollection. 
Okay, but it's probably we'll we'll go with thirty years in the future, given the technology. Okay. There have been no advancements in the mental health industry whatsoever. Like this guy is fucking hot mess. Well, he's also quite paralyzed. Yes. And he's exactly the same way as somebody who went through what he went through would be today. So that was kind of entertaining in and of itself. Uh, also, why did my big question was when she went to go see his his client, why did she have to come? Because he kept on saying, well, you're going to have to drive the car to get me back, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, it's not like the two of you drove a car. You guys both rode in the Firebird and the other car went on its own and followed you. He don't want to do the driving. Uh, like he or he uh he doesn't want to be automatically driven rather. But they were. If he has like a choice, I guess. I looks I got to watch this thing again. There's there's so there's a lot of deep layers in this thing. And there's There a, were there are some there's a lot of goofy stuff. Like I did like that they had stem the the symbiote just to annoy you. Mm. His one of the first things it says is "Do not be afraid," which is very angelic and biblical, if you will. Mm-hmm. But I like how it did kind of like uh, it, it did all the like things that that you know the robots and stuff will do in movies. It's just like tell you to shut up, and then you do miss that voice in your head. It's just like, all right, well, you can finally talk now. And then being able to yeah. give that system. But I love the idea of then you know being betrayed by the thing that saves you. You know, well, I liked the I liked the physicality of the actor. He did a great job of not overly roboticizing himself, but being incredibly efficient in every movement that he made. Those, that's it. There's the various the efficiency of it all. Sure. Yes, it was impressive. I was entertained that they called the bad guy Fisk because <laughs> that was a nice little nod there, wasn't it? Now, it might have been. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the illegal wiretap was hilarious. And the see-through pants during surgery were fascinating. <laughs> Who I like- was like, what? Why, why are you... And also, one of the things that... So the wife's name is, is Asha, which drove me up the wall because it's a very common name from India, and it's Asha. So that, you know, when you just hear something that you know is wrong, you know that feeling. Because anytime you watch anything about television, it drives you up the wall. Fair enough. Yeah. You're going in right there. Okay. Oh, still there. Okay, good. Yeah. And and the other part of it was also, why is she not Indian? This doesn't make any sense. Why does she have this name? I don't even understand this. I, I don't know. Uh, this movie's not making a ton yeah. of money, and that's and that's sad. And like, especially even for like, this is Blumhouse Tilt, so that's a, like their little bit of separate, you know, kind of branding and stuff. I don't know that they yeah. put a lot of money into the uh, the the average enough advertising money into this thing because the people that I've heard that have seen it have all loved it, but it's not really advertised well. I don't think people know what they're going to see. Yeah, I well, you or know, if they exists, give away period. too much, then then you don't get what it is. Like, you know, some of it's the fun of it. Can't tell that to people anymore. Sadly, you got to spell everything out for them in big, giant, bold letters that they can understand. 
Well, it's like the what was it? Um, well, we're having con- well, the cool part was the part that you can tell people about. All right, we're having some a little bit of connection issues here. Let's see if they can get better. Uh, but let's go ahead and take a listen to the trailer for Ocean's Eight. What do you say? Do you know this one? No. Debbie Ocean, convicted felon. Her brother, Danny Ocean, more convicted felon. She was present on the night of the incident. Ooh. So. So you want to hit a jewelry store? Not exactly. A diamond mine. Yes, that's exactly right. Or what? The Met. Three and a half weeks, the Met will be hosting its annual ball, and we are going to rob it. Oh, oh. look at you. $16.5 million in each of your bank accounts five weeks from now. That's a lot. They've got every inch of this place covered. This is the most sophisticated security in the world. How long did it take you to figure all this out? Five years, eight months, and 12 days. Why do you need to do this? Because it's what I'm good at. Okay, everybody, let's get started. Here we go. Counting down. Three, two, Dear God, that was spectacular. Seal the exits. We prepared for this. We will not be the prime suspects. Wait, 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 wait. Every time you move it, they have to start from scratch. What did you you do? do? Turn it on. All right, that was the trailer for Oceans 8, our last new release review of the week. I'm DB Plotline. Danny Ocean's estranged sister, Debbie, attempts to pull off the heist of the century at New York City's star-studded annual Met Gala. Her first stop is to assemble the perfect all-female crew. Uh, blah, 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 and they name all the people in the damn crew. Anywho, this <laughs> is uh, starring Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, Anne Hathaway, Mindy Kaling, uh, they've got the rest of them in a really bad order. Sarah Paulson, Aquafina, and 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 uh, Rihanna, uh, Helena Bottom Carter. They put them all in a really strange ass order. I don't I don't like that. Put all the main ladies at the top, Dad Uh This is uh, written and directed by Gary Ross. Uh, first of all, Krista, let's start here. What were your thoughts on the initial three Oceans 11, 12, and thirteen, all directed by Steven Soderbergh? I thought they were, those were fun. Those were fun movies. I enjoyed them. 13 got a little... I wasn't as thrilled with that. And I'll be honest, the reason I went was because Eddie Izzard was in it at the time. You know, it really makes me hurt my feelings that you don't go see me in a movie. The fact that everybody is now walking in and saying, I want to see Al Pacino in an Ocean's movie. That really starts to piss me off. I don't like it. Okay. That's a good Al Pacino. Shut up. I just didn't understand why you were saying it. Because Al Pacino's in that movie. He's actually pretty good. I know. Yeah, no, I'm not saying he's not. I just was confused. Ugh, off to a good start. 
Anywho, uh, so did you have any expectations going into this? Uh, I know as a lady, you have to have opinions on all lady matters uh, because that's how the world works today, isn't it? <laughs> I kind of want to have a safety pin ne- necklace now. <laughs> so uh, what, what were your thoughts on this one? I was... There were parts of it that were interesting to me. It seemed like they left some stuff on the table, but it was a really fun time. Uh, Overall, I enjoyed this movie. I didn't think it was uh, amazingly great, but uh, it was quite serviceable for what what it was. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think it, like... Here's the big here's the big plus to this movie is all the ladies in it. The ladies are all really great. And they have they have a pretty decent chemistry together. It's not written as well as I would like it to be. Uh but all of them have their own little thing, which is nice. And uh, even the only one I wish we maybe got a little something else was maybe Sarah Paulson's character have a little bit of something else, you know? I felt that character was kind of lacking just a, just a touch. Uh, well, she was supposed to be the boring one. That was her job. Yeah, but could have she could have had a little something that. I mean, she know. was working at Vogue, man. What else do you want from the woman? She was she was exactly what she was supposed to be, Connecticut housewife. Yeah, and that's a lot of what a lot of this movie is is exactly what it's supposed to be, and I think that's where part of the problem lies. Is that one of the cool parts uh, about the Ocean's movies and. Um, we're going to use some, some magic terms here, and I know people are going to be like, hey, you took it from the, the movie, and it's true. The movie explained those things, but they were a thing before the movie. Uh, so you, you, a lot of you will know this from The Prestige, right? Mm, yes. Uh, so there is a bit of a thing, and especially in all the, the Soderbergh Oceans movies, uh, there is... It, it's tough to do what Soderbergh does, because he's really, really talented. And uh, he's he's quite a he's a hell of a storyteller no matter what he does, but what he does in the Ocean's movies is a bit of a magic trick. Shows you everything. There are mess ups. There are bungles. And and a lot of times those are actually like how do we get out of this pickle? And also you learn and sometimes you learn later that that pickle was on purpose in order for us to do this other thing. And I think one of the uh, one of the ways that this movie falls a little bit short is that it kind of there's not enough of that. There's not enough peril. I don't think we don't really have a bad guy per se. Uh, it's just kind of a thing that she wants to do. We're supposed to just think that somehow that's like at least when Danny Ocean is robbing like you know the the hotel, uh, the uh, the casinos and everything. He's kind of quote unquote doing it for a reason. It's not really, you know, it's not a good reason for crime, but you know, it is. At least it's a, a motivation, if you will. For her, it's just like I just want to do this, and it doesn't work as much. You don't feel like there's enough really behind it to do a whole lot, and and again, I, I never once was like on the edge of my seat going, oh no, oh no, oh no. Or like you know, like are they are they going to be able to pull this off? You feel like they're going to be able to pull it off from the get of go, and in a heist movie, you don't want that. You want to feel danger and suspense, and I don't think this movie delivers on that as well as it could should. Well, the big problem is it's the fourth one in a series, and of course they're going to pull it off. What are they not going to pull it off? You gotta you gotta feel like they might not though. But how do you do that after four? Like number four, really? Because number three, were you really biting your nails at number three? Because I was not. 
you have to. Look. I was checking my. I was checking my watch because that was back when we had watches. I I, I got a watch, uh, but uh, you know, I no. I I think that's I think that's a lame excuse. This is like oh well, this is the fourth one. Well, it's like you know we've been doing heist movies forever. From Rafifi to, you know, the original Italian job, Thomas Crown Affair, all these others. Like, there's a lot of great flicks out there that have to do with heists. Now, if they hadn't called it Ocean's 8, if they had made Sandra Bullock's character into, you know, Jill Jones, I I probably would have been more worried. But it was Ocean's 8. They were going to get through it. Yeah, and I think that may be the damaging part. Because if this was just a movie that wasn't that, maybe I would have... I'm sorry, but I would have held it to a different standard. And not to say that I expected this movie to be like that, but, you know, you do put it in, like, if you make a, you know, like one of the Star Wars story movies, you don't want that to all of a sudden be like, you know, Jumanji. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It needs to to be kind of like the Star Wars thing. There was no way there could be any danger because of it being in this franchise. No, see that's bullshit. I mean, because you do that for three movies, but when three but you movies, don't, you don't because mo- by movie three of Oceans, the the one in the two thousands, there was no peril. There was no way they weren't going to get away with it. Right, right, right. But you want to know how they do it, though. Yeah, that's and the point. Were you were you surprised at the end when you found out exactly what they did? No, I was actually kind of disappointed, and I thought it went against their own rules and made them look foolish. What at the very end? Uh, close to close to it. I'll just say this: the refrigerator didn't surprise you. Uh, no, the thing that like that kind of was just like, oh, well, you've kind of thrown away your whole thing. Is when we end up having a member of one of the previous uh, Oceans gang there. Oh, I thought that was a nice nod. Is a nice well, it could be a nice nod, or it could be a you literally threw away what your movie was supposed to be about. Which was your all female, blah 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 blah. No, this, that, and the other. Couldn't couldn't have found a couldn't have found a lady. I'm just saying. Oh, I I liked that because I wasn't expecting one of the guys to come back. And to be fair, he was my favorite part of Ocean's Eleven. I mean, I get that. And again, well, again, that character right there. Let's 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 take what he did. Like ton of peril in that yes. Ocean's movie. You don't know what's gonna happen. Yes. And in this movie, it's just like, oh, well, he's practically Batman. Yeah, because we know he can do anything. <sighs> like, you, I think... I how think do you watch sporting events? I, I don't. Yeah, I knew so. I thought as much. I used to. I used to be a big football fan. But it's just like, you got to know that there's a possibility that things can go wrong. And like, that's what, like, and that's when you have the, a good movie is when a good movie can dangle you in front of, of something and just go like, oh, is this going to happen? Uh, let's talk about the people that I love the most. Okay. You talk about what you want. You know, being a smart ass doesn't get you in. Why do I have you on this show? Because <laughs> no one else will talk to you. Fucking clearly. <laughs> oh, God. My own show, and I'm being like straight ass disrespected on it. All right, what would you like to talk about? I actually was quite surprised by how they let Cartier be the bad guy. They kind of were, yeah, I, I guess, but they're also the victim. 
Yeah, exactly. And how is the and like? I don't. And again, I'm not quite under under. I don't quite understand the, her motive in everything. Clearly, and this is the part that irritated me the most. It was all to, and this is in the trailer, so I'm giving nothing away. It was all because she's mad at a guy, and that was the part that pissed me off. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That guy. And um, I'm glad that Kate Blanchett's character was like, "What the fuck? Seriously." And then she's like, "Well, I just feel like I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it." <sighs> well, it was too late at that point. She was in it, and she's also. They did a good job of having that friendship be a friendship without really stating anything about it. Yeah. Then, like you, you immediately believe that the two of them have been friends for a very long time and they will do anything for each other. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I say this with love, Sandra Bullock, just, just let yourself age, honey. It's okay. Oh, that was unfortunate. There were way too many close-ups on that much Botox. Just, just let yourself age. I mean, like, like, look at your counterpart. Look at Kate Blanchett. She's like, like, I, I'm, I'm sure Kate Blanchett's had a little bit of work done. It's Hollywood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But she's letting her, like, you know, she's got a little, a, a tiny bit of the crow's feet and everything. But, but she looks like, like, like a real woman does. Yeah, but Kate Blanchett has uh, also of that age. As she's, well. she's well. She's also not. 100% made it on her looks initially. Oh, for sure. Because she's not she's not the stereotypical what your facial features are supposed to be to be in Hollywood. Yeah, she's she's a little bit outside of the 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 Hollywood norm. And yet one of the best actresses there is. Yeah, so and that that's was... like somebody that like truly like, you know, in especially the time which with which she came up and everything, you know she got big on account of her talent because it wasn't just like, oh, we just allow this, you know, regular old pretty face in here. Not that Sandra Bullock isn't talented because she, I, I think Sandra Bullock yeah, can certainly yeah, act. But she's also more insecure about what she looks like because mm. she's used to having to be America's sweetheart. And, and yeah, and it's so unfortunate that that that's kind of befall her a little bit. And while at the same time, I I completely understand and I get it. It's just like you kind of you wish a little bit better. Yeah, like it's just it seems like it was unfair to her because honestly, it doesn't look better. No. Yeah. It's it's just distracting. And lady, you are so goddamn beautiful. Why? It's, and, and, and some ladies just need to realize it's just like some of that like kind of lived in look. You can still look very very attractive, and you know be be, be a, a lady of you know advanced age, if you will. And she's not even that old, to be honest. No, she's not even close. Oh my gosh. Uh, but she was like, come on. So Kate Blanchett, uh, utterly fantastic. Uh. Oh, Sandra Bullock, born in Arlington, Virginia. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Right uh, Anne Hathaway, fantastic. Hilarious. I, just, I love her at everything uh, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, but I <laughs> but I also think she's a really it's great teeth. actress. It's your teeth. You love her teeth. Admit I, it. I, listen, I like really good teeth. That's not I good. know you do. I wasn't even joking. <laughs> that much is true. Uh, oh, hold on, my headset's getting funky. I don't know if this is going to affect the recording or not. <laughs> Give me a second. Hello. Uh, hold on. Test, test, test. Everything is broken. Mm. Patreon.com slash the film fund. <laughs> okay. I think I'm all right. I just can't move very much. Uh, but yes, Anne Hathaway's fantastic. And uh, as always. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Who else was I kind of, I, I, I also wish some of the girls had a little bit more stuff to do. Yeah. 
uh, and that's that's another thing that's a little bit unfortunate with it is that not everybody gets their in the Oceans movies, they were really, really smart on kind of separating everything out. Everybody really kind of got their time to shine with everything. And I, I feel like, I mean, Aquafina's character could be really, like, I, I like the character. I like mm-hmm. the idea of a lot of stuff. The execution was just seemed really lame. Oh, like, oh, I'm going to just, like, we're, we're going to make her vomit and then try to take the necklace off as she's doing that stuff. Like, yeah, it's the, the necklace real. was so big. You're just kind of like, well, how is this gonna work? It's so it's so sloppy, and it just feel it just felt like I don't. know, It felt low rent. It it just I I wanted to like it and have a lot more fun with it. And and again, that's another thing of like you you gotta feel that peril. You gotta feel like you know you could be discovered at any time. And like and if you are, what will you do to then you know thwart that disco- uh, that discovery or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. And not for nothing with the numbers, there were there were more people in Ocean's Eleven, so more balls to keep up in the air. So you think. It would almost be easier to have, you know, all those balls up in the air uh, w- with, you know, less number of characters. Fewer. Uh, whatever, asswipe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Game of Thrones reference, too. I yeah, Okay. Great. I know. It's for your listeners. Uh, it's not that's, for you. that's, that's super. What do you think of uh, Helena Bottom Carter? Helena Bottom Carter is fantastic. And and really, again, I I like. There's part of this where they call out, you know, uh, someone's acting. It, like so, when you were acting, when the actor, okay, this is some Inception shit. <laughs> when the actor is acting like a character, and that character is then acting, that's that's good acting. <laughs> yes, especially when it's bad acting. Exactly. I mean, like sometimes the. Yeah, to really act and then act bad on top of what that character is like. This is what this character would do if they were acting bad. Is great. Well, uh, this she, is the same woman who you know that Inception shit in Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows, which was always impressive as fuck to everybody who thought about it for a second. Yeah. So. Uh, but she, I, I like her in just about everything. So, uh, and again, I think what they did smartly was they got a. The cast of women that they got is fantastic. They really, they, they really did knock it out of the park with their selection. It's just I wish that the story and the direction were a little bit more on uh, closer. I'm not even gonna say on par. I'm just gonna say closer to what we've kind of come to expect in the Ocean's movies. Like you said, had this been any other type of flick and not had the Ocean's name attached to it, I probably would have given it a lot more le- leeway than than I am. But you did it, so you did it, and I'm gonna. Well, it's it's that you can't, and I'm gonna keep on pulling to it, is that you cannot have that kind of tension when you know that at the end of the day, these ladies are gonna win. I think you can. I think you're completely wrong. Why do you, why would you say, like, and I'm not trying to be like, why would you say that? But it's turning out that way. Because a hundred because years of cinema has taught us otherwise. Except for it wouldn't be an Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's whatever movie if they lost. And again, maybe, okay, what I think you're thinking of more is the is the destination than the ride. 
I'm not thinking about the destination. I'm thinking about the ride. Well, and I think that you're expecting them to somehow make you fear for something that you know won't happen. Right, and that's what that's what rides do. You ride a roller coaster with 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 the still fear of death in you, knowing that by and large, from a statistical standpoint, you are very safe. I ride rides for a different reason. Well, a lot of people like riding roller coasters to be scared because it's an adrenaline rush. It's it's the I can kind of feel like and I've ridden roller coasters where I've not been strapped in quite as well as it should have. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, that's not fun. That's straight fear. I can imagine that being problematic, you know, and then but, if you look at the two of us, I'm the one who won't go see horror movies. Yeah. And so look, so maybe that's my thing is that I just don't I don't care if I'm afraid as long as it's a fun ride and I want to see which way it's going to turn. It feels like you just counter uh, contradicted yourself. No, I just want to see where it goes. I don't have to be afraid to enjoy the ride. You don't like being afraid. That's the difference though. Well, yeah. Why would I want to be afraid? Cause it's an adrenaline rush. It's what comes. It's, it's honestly, it's what helps us become actual, it, it links us back to, like, primal shit, to be honest. Because by and large, especially in the worlds that we've created now, we very rarely have, you know, uh, reason for fear and upset and things of that nature. Uh, because we've, we you know, because we've advanced as a, as a society and technologically and everything to the point to where, you know, you can drive your car down the street and you don't feel like, oh, no, I might die. Well, technically, you could. You know what I mean? Oh, very much you could. In fact, it's much more likely that you're going to die of something like that than, say, if you were living back, you know, before there were cars. It was much harder to die of some accidental means. Right. And so... Like, you're not going to come across that. So, indeed, our adrenaline has gone down because we put ourselves in peril all the time. Right. Well, because we... Well, and we now we don't, though. We don't put ourselves in peril at, at any stretch of, at, at our lives, really, by and large. And uh, and putting oneself <laughs> in that in put putting yourself in those shoes then can have you in a very safe environment be able to live and get that part of the brain and body chemistry working. Except for you're driving two tons of steel on a regular basis at a really high rate that will kill you if anything goes wrong. Mm-hmm. We've just decided we're okay. There's no reality to the safety. Oh, sure there is. How so? Safety advances in cars within the last even 15, five years even. I concur, but at the same time, it's much more likely you're going to die in a car crash than somebody was going to die because a horse, like, turned over. Yeah. But, well, most but, people just walked down the goddamn street. But what about, like, getting stabbed? The likelihood of getting stabbed has not significantly decreased for the average human being. Right, yeah, it's been pretty much the same. So what if, you know, you could live vicariously and then there's someone who's going to get killed or whatever and, like, you, you can then enjoy that ride feeling that you are in peril, knowing good and well that you're in safe hands because you're inside of a dark theater. But you just said that the whole thing was because there's less peril nowadays. Right, in our in our regular normal lives. And adding that in via, like, things like horror but, movies and stuff. But we just said that there's no more peril back in the day. Oh, I believe there totally is. 
where was there more peril? Safety and food, you know, uh, just everything. Literally driving a car 20 years ago was more dangerous than driving a car today. Absolutely. But but we had scary movies back then, too. Right. I'm talking... I'm just questioning what you're saying. Yeah, but I think you're conflating a lot of other different things at the same time. I think you don't have a good explanation of what you're trying to say. I do. I just don't think you're grasping it. Well, I'm trying to. Well, case closed. Yeah, maybe you just don't really have a point. Or it's just hard to tell stupid people what the point <laughs> is, and they don't understand because they're not. Well, we're gonna play. The, we're we're gonna pretend I'm the stupid one. In this particular scenario, yes. Oh, if you want to pretend that you understand Anywho, human psychology uh, so well, you go uh, You go right ahead. I've known you long enough. I put together. I put together quite the profile on you. You ought to see the folder. If you say so. Uh, anywho, uh, I, I wish. Look, the movie's. It's not bad. It's an okay movie. It's serviceable. Uh, Even though it's got girls in it, it's got nothing to do with girls. I mean, I know I'm teasing. I I, 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 I wish it did. <laughs> I, I wish that was an easy out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but there. But the fact is, and I was sure of it when they started announcing it. I was just like, "Ooh, those are all really good people," <laughs> because part yeah. of me wants to just kind of go like any, it, it, be it women or not. Any time that somebody wants to revive something, there's there's a little sick part of you that's just like, "Yeah, I kind of hope this fails." Uh, really? Sometimes, because you're just like, why? Well, why do you need to be there? You know. But I, I do. But also, part of me wants everything to be great too, because I don't like going see going to see crummy movies. I don't. As much as I go to the, the the crummy movies, I really am hoping to get something good out of all of them. So wait, out of all of these, you liked Upgrade the best? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Not even close. Wow. And I liked Hereditary even more than that. Well, okay, I didn't see it, so what do I know? Well, actually, but, I, I, well, I don't know. They're, I can't, I can't even really compare those two because they're so very different movies. Yeah, I just upgrade was my was the least interesting to me. Hmm. Yeah, Oceans was good enough. Um, it was, it was fun. The whole point of those heist movies is the fun. Yeah, but that's the thing. I didn't think the heist was as fun as it could be. That to me, that's the problem. I was just disinterested with the guy angle. I was kind of like, meh. I mean, yeah, you could really throw it away and it doesn't mean a whole hell of a lot, to be honest. I mean, I practically forgot that he was a character in this thing. Yeah, I actually really wanted to see more with Rihanna and her sister because that was hilarious. I'm assuming that was not Rihanna's actual sister. Probably not, but uh, she bugged me less than I thought she might. <laughs> Is that what a blunt looks like? Um... I'm trying to remember the show, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I knew that's what she was quickly doing. Because <laughs> it, was, it was very large, and, you know, I was entertained. And oh, so they, was, can, they can be much bigger than that. Well, I would assume, but she's a very tiny woman on top of it. You ever so. seen those little fun-sized baseball bats they give away at the minor league ballpark? I had one for years. My parents considered it a, a safety measure for me when I was... Put this by your bed. I, if anyone starts pitching you little balls, you'll be able to knock them right out of the park, honey. Pretty much. Uh, but no, look, it's it's all right. It's all right. It was fun. Everything was, you know, it, I'd recommend it for a good enough time. Let's uh, see what Rotten Tomato says for each oh, of these movies. I will, I will say this, uh, and I mentioned this, uh, I don't... I don't dislike James Corden as an actor. 
As a television host, I hate him. I think he's awful. But as an actor, I like him because, like, I think he, like, especially in, like, in this movie, he put in a fine performance. Nothing wrong with it, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, his, 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 uh, his late night show is just, is just ghastly. It's so annoying. It feels like he's trying too hard. Like, cause I, it feels like he's trying to be like Jimmy Fallon is naturally. Mm. But Jimmy Fallon's just over the top, always like super excited and happy about fucking everything. Eh, a little bit too much so sometimes. Uh, but he, it feels like James Corden is trying to be that in late night, and it doesn't work for me. But when he's acting, it, it does work. He's good. He's fine. I got no problem with him. And I thought I might because you know his reputation as of late has just been kind of like ooh, blech. So I, Ocean's Eight got fifty one percent from the, from the, population. Okay, that's a, that's decent, but not uh, great, but decent. So all we can manage to do is steal someone else's hit movie, magically change the cast to all female, and release the phoniness as woke and hip. Are you kidding me? I am ashamed to of myself to have once again drank the Kool Aid. Man, Peter Travers is savage. That's Tanisha J. Tanisha J. <laughs> Apparently, I mean, Tanisha you know. J. That does not. That sounds like a dude wrote that. Same, and I'd actually like to put it through the. You know, there's an online thing where you can tell which gender wrote something. Yeah, not unaware. It's a neat little. It's a neat little bit of uh, AI. But yeah, I you know, top box office, uh, the one with the highest is Hereditary. And Upgrade has an 86%, so uh, you agree with the critics straight out. What can I say? I've uh, been doing this show for, what, five years pretty pretty, pretty regularly, longer than that in actuality, with some breaks, of course. Uh, I, okay. I like to think of myself as a bit of a, a, bit of a critic at this point. I feel, I feel like I know what I'm talking about, and I see more movies than most people, so... Yeah, see, like, you know, it was, you know me, I like popcorn movies, and I like action flicks and all that other stuff, and that's exactly what I got out of Upgrade, so, you know, go see it, it's fun. So what's, alright, so of the three we reviewed, what's your order? I would say four things to go see for folks in the theater. I would go see, if you want to have a good time and enjoy yourself, go see Ocean's 8. Mm-hmm. If you want to see a blow em up action movie, go see Upgrade. It's not going to blow your mind. It's nothing new. It's every trope you've ever seen in a pretty good order. If you want to see something where you're going to like the char- some of the characters a lot, where you're going to see some good acting, go see Hotel Artemis. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't agree with uh, Artemis, but the rest I can agree with. Uh, I, I also, I can't believe I, t- I had like two more movies on my list <laughs> <laughs> that I forgot to mention that I watched. <laughs> what did you say? Well, you went last week too. So. Yeah, I went last week too. So like, uh, uh I saw a drift. Sh- how was, Shailene how was Chapstick? Woodley. Do you need, uh, do you need Chapstick? Wasn't as much, I'll be honest. I didn't ask for Chapstick as much as I did with Eddie Redmayne in, uh, what you call it? The, the Wachowski movie. I never uh, saw it. It's you shouldn't because it's awful. Jupiter ascending. What a piece of garbage. Oh, that one. Yes, I did see that. Yeah, that's a that's a piece of junk. Yes, it is. Ugh, that thing was it terrible. Was, it was free on a on a flight that I was on. 
I still ask for my money back. I'd be like, motherfucker, you owe me five bucks. Uh, and I also saw Action Point, uh, Johnny Knoxville's new movie. Uh, it's 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 what you'd expect. <laughs> it's I don't know that it's worth seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes from critics, but then again, thirty nine percent from the audience. So it's 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 fair to Midland. It's I was like I I got out of it just going. Anyone could watch that on Netflix, and they'd be like, "No, at least I at least I didn't pay for that." <laughs> be all right. Uh, and Johnny Knoxville, by the way, Johnny, you 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 look awful. <laughs> you look awful, son. Not only on that, like he was on Hot Ones this week. He looks terrible. I don't. I don't like. I just. I feel like like the stunts over the years have really really taken it out of the man. And the frames that he wears doesn't exactly help him. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's on a lot of pain medication pretty regularly. He just he, he just he doesn't look well. And then, I, then of course the you know by and large uh, you know jet brown hair that comes out of nowhere. It's just like just let it go gray, bud. It's all right. We don't we, we don't all know care. we all know what's going on. It's like only just now is like is Paul McCartney at like seventy five years old just starting to put like a hint of gray in his hair. It's just like yeah, we all know you were that unnatural auburn color for God knows how long, uh, the color that does not exist in nature. It is a fun color. Y'all gotta I've... y'all gotta stop all that. Same with you, Jean Shallot. How you have how you still have black hair? What are you ninety? <laughs> this was a real big movie. Uh, anyways, uh, so uh, that's I'd say it's two recommendations well enough for Ocean's Eight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like like I said, none of these movies were movies I was upset about seeing by any means. Yeah, but I, I definitely I, I'll say this because Ocean's is going to make enough money, you know. Yeah. By, oh, by I, I, hasn't it already? It already outgrossed the the three. See, I think that's a little bit. I think that's a kind of a bullshit thing because those movies were also like a decade ago. Well, it'd be interesting to do the conversion. I think conversion over time, the new ones will have them buy a little bit. Not a ton, mind you. But I think they'll have them buy a little bit just because, you know, ticket costs and stuff. But those, like, especially the first one, like, that was just so huge. That was a big, that was a big deal. Yeah, I will. And also, it being a remake. Oh, yeah, but, well, yes and no. (laughs) I mean, to a degree, but still. It cracks me up because I told my dad I was doing this show, and he's like, oh, yeah, back when I was a kid, we used to pretend we were the Rat Pack. And I said, well, which one were you, Dad? And he goes, uh, duh, it was Sammy Davis Jr. because I'm the darkest. <laughs> like, uh, you're Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how they decided. Hey, I was babe, like, I'm going to be that. I'm gonna be Sammy because I'm the darkest one here. That's how they determined it. I was like, not because you're Jewish, Dad. And he's like, we're not Jewish. Stop saying that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I, like, look, I, and I will say this, it just gives me an excuse to go back and really wa- rewatch those Oceans movies again, because those are really good flicks. But well, did I, you like the original one? Yeah. Oh, like oh the, the original, like the rap, 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 I'm not, uh, you yeah, know, eh. Eh. I, 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 I have to say I never saw it, so it's I can't an, it's, an, it's an era of time I don't really understand or appreciate like some people do. Like, there are some people that are just like, when a Sinatra song comes on, it's a religious experience. I'm just like, I don't I don't care. Yeah, my grandmother hated him. She's like, that's a criminal. Well, he kind of was. <laughs> well, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying, like, you know, you could, much like our actors today... There's some really terrible people who do a lot of work. He would not very good man in a lot of ways. Yeah. So you know these things happen. 
Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm totally sure that uh, uh, Ronan Vera is not his child. I just despite never the cared. fact he looks exactly fucking like Frank Sinatra. I know, it's, it's creepy. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, I'm Woody Allen's kid. Sure you are, buddy. Sure you are. Dude, just like be excited you're not related to that dick. Like, nah, dude, you're, you 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 are clearly <laughs> clearly on the other side of the family. You're 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 a strangers of the night kind of guy, all right? Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, all right, that's it, man. Um I don't know what I'm doing next week. Uh, there's there's flicks coming out, I'm sure of it. Yeah, I mean like aren't you going to be doing Oh, I was just looking I was just looking and they were Tag good, is good. coming out incredible too. I'm so excited about Tag. I'm going to go see it even if I'm not on the show. God is going to be awful because that was supposed to come out last year and then it got pushed way way back. I don't know why it's in summer of all places. I just feel like that's going to be a disaster. Well, there's nothing else. Oh, Incredibles, isn't it? Incredibles. Yep. Those are going to be the big three. I'm kind of worried about that one, honestly. Uh, there's Earlier reports are good things, so... Yeah, it's 97% fresh. Based on what, like so, five? I don't know. Let's find out. Well, five wouldn't come up with that percentage. It's out of 66, okay. 64 fresh, so that's not too bad. But again, uh, when it comes to certain things, uh, the media is a little bit, like, critics-wise can be a little bit kind of uh, kissy-buddy about stuff. Yeah. Oh, is it Pixar? You have to like it. Yeah, it's like if oh oh, what's that? You don't like a Pixar movie? What are you a Satanist? Yeah, I don't want to see Superfly. I'm guessing you're gonna go see it. Oh, for sure. Uh, But like people, like the people that think like Up is amazing. I'm like the first thirty minutes of Up are really great, and the last like two minutes. Not seen it. I was so I was so happy I got to see that movie uh, like at a preview screening, and I was scared because it was filled with kids. I mean, filled. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were just super well behaved. There's oh, a wow. there's a certain part in the movie that could have been absolutely ruined by children and wasn't, and was like just wildly powerful, especially to have like a whole giant you know theater absolutely filled with people and to have that moment happen. And for those who watch up, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm assuming it has something to do with the dead wife. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It's it's uh but it's it's before then it's before she actually dies even it's just super just like oh wow they're doing this in a kids thing first of all mm-hmm. wowzers and like even if you don't necessarily like even if you're a child and you don't know what's going on you know something sad's gone on mm-hmm. so but it's just it's and and it's done practically with zero dialogue and it's just it's really it's a beautiful bit of filmmaking but the rest of the movie I think is kind of just like eh, who cares. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I could handle that, honestly. The first little bit, I, I always say, just watch that first like fifteen twenty minutes, and it's like, oh wow, that's 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 pretty awesome. Anyway, so we'll, we'll watch some of that stuff and see if if we fall under the Pixar uh, uh, spell yet again. What's it like? Fifteen years after the, the last one came. <laughs> Holy! I God, mean, it man. looked cute, but you know, the Mister Mom aspect. I was kind of like, okay, well, that's Mister Mom. Well, my my only thing is I just wonder if they're going to like play up the, you know, the constant which is the constant these days is that men are allowed to be the big stupid dum-dums who don't know nothing and can't do anything because they're big stupid dumb men. And uh, Well, that's been going on for like since the 90s and oh, it's exhausting. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is. It's a bit much. <laughs> it's just like, oh, there's no like like being a father is like an impossible thing. I'm like, no, there's a lot of really good dads out there. Like like 
like men don't have to have any responsibility because they're too stupid to be relied upon. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like you see that in like diaper commercials and stuff. It's just like, you don't know what you're doing, man. Get away. That was the one thing I really liked about, you know, and granted I worked for them before, but Procter & Gamble's actually done a pretty good job of making sure that like the Swiffer commercial is all about the the veteran guy with one arm can use a Swiffer to take care of his family. Yeah. It was kind of cool. And he looks like a hippie, so that's hilarious. But it's actually, but it's a real dude. Oh, 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 shh, I almost forgot to play it. Um, what? Here's one of the things that I constantly was thinking about during this Oceans movie that uh, it kind of, well, let's just take a listen. My girlfriend's a female, and then I had all these friends that are female. So when I started dating her, I was like, oh, great, they'll all get along. No. <laughs> Not even a little at the beginning. I don't want to make any generalizations about women because I don't know shit about women, but this is one thing I've noticed in my own personal experience is that I think women can be friends with each other, but I think it can be tricky sometimes when you try and force women to hang out with each other. I think that sometimes doesn't work. Like, I don't think like, you could never put together a heist of women. Does that make sense? Like, Ocean's Eleven with women wouldn't work because two would keep breaking off to talk shit about the other nine. Or not even talk shit, just say weird passive aggressive things while they break into the casino. Just be like, oh, I love how you just wear anything. John Mulaney, everybody. Uh, that is something that I am glad that he got proven wrong. Uh, well, oh, but come on, though, it's, it's a good joke. Very accurate about a lot of ladies, would you say? Come on. I think it is much like the male stereotype being a terrible father because men can't handle being a dad. Mm. A perpetuated myth that people want to be true because women are bitches, yo. Mm. Uh, do we not like a shoe other foot? No, not necessarily. Like, listen, do you know uh, how many of your lady friends are all friends? Actually, uh, that's pretty much the whole thing of our network. Uh, that doesn't count for what well, I'm thinking of something else for you, too. Uh, the, the network is one thing, because uh, that's but that's all going off of a central friend, though. Yes. Not well, I'm off of one of the hosts that introduced me to the woman who owns the network, and then the rest of us are friends together now. Like, yeah, but we wouldn't get y'all in the same room, would we? It'd be a bad uh, idea. we're actually having a convention <laughs> in August. Mm, there you go. Where, where at? Go ahead and let, let the people know. Oh, no, 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 this is this is basically just a party for all of us. <laughs> oh, really. And a couple of the patrons, yeah. Oh, fancy pants. Uh, we're well, gonna have, we're gonna have one of those. It's I... called Dragon Con. Uh, <laughs> See, we we like each other enough that we're just gonna hang out together. We want to keep it on Skype mostly. <laughs> <laughs> keep it on the Skype. Uh, speaking That's of... why I never met Sean. I see how it is. Uh, Sean doesn't exist. I think he's just a figment of a voice manipulation thing that you it's have. It's true. It's true. It's advanced AI that we've got. Either that or I'm Sean because we've never been in the same place together. <laughs> I think that's a smart move on everybody's part. 
In the meantime, <laughs> speaking of your network, where can people find uh, the things that you do? Well, uh, much like your shows, we are on the iTunes. Also, if you want to see all the things that Unspoiled does have to offer, check out unspoiledpodcast.com. We're on Facebook, Unspoiled, Unspoiled Pod at Twitter. And uh, yeah, just just throw, throw out a tweet at me sometime krista underscore c underscore s and i check it almost every day now i don't check my twitter that much so you can do it if you like maybe i'll look at it maybe i won't y'all some of y'all know that i do and some of you know that i don't and uh i've read it i'll be honest with you i've read it maybe i'll maybe i'll throw that heart thing up there or something you never know uh, but if you'd really like, what you can do is uh, check me out over at uh, Hero Movie Podcast, where we're doing uh, The Incredibles this week coming up, because, uh, you know. Because <laughs> you kind of have to. Because that's what we do over there, man. You know, we get we get a bit day, and there's so much more stuff to do, and then Luke Cage is coming out real quick, and so, uh, oh, so much work to do. Busy, busy, busy. It's that time of the year, and of course, Preacher's right around the corner. I need to finish up the season. That's going to be a whole uh, shebang to do. So we'll be doing all that good stuff soon, too. So if uh, Preacher Season 1 and 2 is out on Hulu right now. So if you're watching those, go check out Preacher Podcast, man. Uh, PreacherPodcast.com. That and show is why I talked to Adam. Yeah. that's uh, Was that the first thing that you found the our stupid garbage at? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Maybe one day you too could be on the show. So patreon.com <laughs> slash the film. That's it, everybody. Join us next week when we're talking The Incredibles 2 and oh, so very much more. For Krista, my name is Adam. I wish you all a very good uh, day. And, uh, you know, tell your mom. Just tell your mom about the show, will you? Because that's what we want. I want more moms and grandmas. It's like. <laughs> We had that thing on Preacher for a while of like, get your grandma's uh, iTunes account and do it. We'll see you guys next time. A bunch of people say I'm going to do my aunt because my grandma's dead. (laughs) Because she's dead. That's hilarious. It's true. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Oh, there it is. (laughs) But they fought with.